Greetings, comrades, and welcome to How the Left Was Won. My name is Mike. I'm Jake. And this is a podcast all about fascism and how to fight it. This <laughs> this episode is going to be is uh, pretty unplanned. Well, I mean, we plan to record, but the topic is unplanned because, uh, Jake, you want to explain? Yes. Uh, so, in terms of the last few episodes, aside from our... Uh... Our book reading. Yeah, our book reading. I hosted them, and now I uh, forgot that I'm still technically planned to be the host because we have not yet gotten to World War II in terms of our Mussolini uh, series. Yeah, because um, because we, we threw in an episode on Zionism because of world events. We had to talk about it because it was relevant. And then you did an episode on the... Uh, Ethiopian War, yes. Yeah, the Italo-Ethiopian War, which is kind of just like an like an in-between episode. I, I think I called it a bottle episode. Yeah, like, it needed to be talked about, but also, uh, it it's it, relevant, but not, like, wholly the part of the story. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't one of the juicy episodes, but it was important for context. Yes. But because of that, uh, I've done three hosting episodes in a row, and then I forgot that, oh yeah, I never like got to the actual point, yeah, so the, to speak. Yeah, the actual lead-up to World War Two. Yeah, so that's my bad. I forgot that I still needed to do that. <laughs> yeah, and we, but we had already planned to get to record this episode we could, so we could get one more episode out before the end of the year because you're leaving tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to Florida to visit family. Yeah, we're, uh, we record on Sundays, and I usually upload on Tuesdays uh, because I usually, like, even though I don't do a whole lot of editing, I usually, like, on Monday, we'll set to upload it, upload it and set it to go live on Tuesday at midnight. Except for one of our recent episodes where I forgot to do that, and then I was like, fuck, and I uploaded it, just uploaded it immediately on Tuesday. We're very professional. Yeah, because... You, you have to understand, we are the most professional podcast out there. I'm even wearing a very professional coat. Mike, tell them about my coat. Yeah, your coat's very nice. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah... Uh, so, I, we kind of, like, at the last minute, because I showed up, we realized, oh, we don't actually have notes for, like, a proper episode. So this is going to be uh, off the cuff, kind of. Off the cuff, but about a, uh important topic, I would say. Yeah, um, because this has been popping up in my Twitter feed a lot. I'm not calling Which it X. Which is how I, we, that's how we know it's important. Yeah, I'm not calling it, his Twitter yeah I'm not calling it X, I'm calling it Twitter. Fuck Elon Musk. He should die. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, you got real. You thought that was way funnier than it actually was. No, I just find myself very funny. I didn't think it was funnier than it was. I just thought it was funny to say he should. Yeah. And he should. Yeah, but um, it's true. But we're gonna be talking about uh, neo Confederates, uh, lost cause mythology, and all other bullshit, false narratives regarding the Civil War. Which, um, first off, before we actually say anything more, uh, for way, way more professionally produced content that is way more uh, informative, it, uh, go watch Atun Shea films on YouTube, uh, particularly his series Checkmate Lincolnites, which is all about uh, lost cause narratives and Indeed. all that bullshit. It is very funny. It is very well produced. It's very educational. It's honestly excellent content. 100%. Uh, I actually have, like, academic experience in the Civil War on that subject. 
I 100% recommend it. There's only one thing that I have to critique about it, which I will get to immediately once we start talking about this subject. Yeah, but um, the reason we want to talk about this, like I said, it Confederates have been popping up in my Twitter feed, mostly because of the uh, Reconciliation Monument at Arlington National Cemetery is being removed, which, um, yeah, which, like, it's to commemorate the quote-unquote reconciliation between the North and the South. Which wasn't a real thing. Yeah, a.k.a. the the North being extremely lenient to the South. We were too lenient. We should have killed all of them fuckers. Yeah, because, like, one person I think I follow retweeted, or quote-tweeted, um, a neo-Confederate person and, like, called them out on, like, the lies that they were spewing. And so I looked at that person's tweet... The, the Confederate, neo-Confederate person's tweet. And then Twitter was just like, oh, I'm just going to recommend you a bunch of lost causers now. For... Which, Twitter's <laughs> algorithm fucking sucks. And I know, True. like, the, the word the algorithm, or that phrase, has just, like, taken on its own life at this point. Because, like, you people talk about the YouTube algorithm, the Twitter algorithm. Like, I like... For, like... At this point, algorithms algorithm is synonymous with magic. <laughs> True. And magic is real. Never doubt that, comrades. Uh, always believe in comrade Lysenko and the uh, simple ability to believe that uh, believing in communism will bring about better crop yields. Yeah. It's true. But, um... So, Never doubt it. Yeah, so it's it's weird because it's just like, Twitter has been recommending me so many of these neo-confederates... And, yeah, I'm interacting with them. So I can see, like, oh, you're interacting with these people? Okay, I'm going to recommend you more. I can see that. But I would assume, like, it may, would make more sense for Twitter to recommend me people who I interact with more frequently and who I whose tweets I actually like. But, no, I'm getting, like, tweets from neo-Confederates who I don't like. I'm not liking their tweets, so I don't know why it's prioritized. Yeah, them. like, over the people you're actually liking. And I, I think that's just because Elon Musk is a racist. Probably. I mean, that's always a good guess. Yeah. And also, lots of these neo-Confederates seem to care a lot about Jewish people. Weird, uh, because they'll always bring up Judah P. Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, for example, one per one like the main one who I've been being recommended, someone asked them about the hol what they thought about the Holocaust, and the their response was, I focus on, like, the Civil War. And I'm like... Which is, first off, a weird deflection. And then later, someone asked them a question about John Brown, and they linked to, I think it was the Jewish Virtual Library, about John. Like, they have, like, an article on John Brown, because um, apparently three of his co-conspirators were Jewish, which, I mean, good on those three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like, hey, you... I mean, John Brown, maybe a little bit... Maybe just a little bit crazy, but also crazy in the right ways. I will ride and die for John Brown. Yeah. Uh, he could use me however he wanted in every way of way of meaning. Yeah. So so here's <laughs> what you need to know about John Brown. He was a white guy, but he's the he would if he was alive during the civil rights era and also now he'd look at this like Martin Luther King and like uh, the civil rights uh, activists and Black Lives Matter activists and say. Those guys are pussies. <laughs> he decapitated people with a fucking claymore. 
he he for, was, to like liberate slaves. Dude was the fucking shit. He, he was amazing. He was the only anti-racist person alive at that time. God, he's so fucking cool. He was amazing. And the John Brown Gun Club, which I I'm not super into guns, and I I'm an advocate for like at least like some level of gun control. Uh, but if I were to join a gun club, I'd join theirs. Uh, that's part of the Socialist Rifle Organization, I believe. Oh, I didn't, I Association, actually... maybe. Yeah, SRA, Association. Yeah, right? I, um, I was unaware of that, but I, like, whenever I see their tweets, it's always just like them telling people that trans people should arm themselves because... Yes, uh, there's, in fact, one thing I saw from them was like a, a trans like ranch was getting uh, harassed by Nazis. Or a trans-owned ranch, yeah, so to speak. Uh, so, like, they donated guns to them and shit, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking based. <laughs> God, I remember when, like, there was some, like, I think it was like a drag queen event, or, like, story time event, or something like that. I don't remember, and I don't, I don't, the details are not important, but there was lots of, like, uh, conservatives showing up to be assholes, and... There were counter protesters showing up, and they had like in support of the uh, trans people or like the drag queens or whoever. Again, I don't remember the details. And they had guns, and one of the like protesters, one of the conservatives, is like, "Why do they need those guns?" And I'm like, mm. "Because of you, because, my first of all, because of you, and second of all, what have people who have been like advocating for gun control been saying for the past like three fucking decades? You idiots! My God." Uh, gun control, good. Also, arming minority communities, good. Yeah, and, and I'm not, like, we're not saying, hey, take away all the guns. Like, there is, like... Yeah, no, yeah. there's there's nuance here. Yeah, it's like, oh, quite, yeah, it's like, I'm fine with people owning guns as long as they're responsible about Specifically, it. Specifically, there's one group I think should have all guns taken away from them, and that is, uh, men who commit domestic violence because they're very likely to commit a lot of shootings they commit most gun violence in this country so if you commit domestic violence uh take away the guns please yeah. i'd say that's fair like if you if you do like a violent crime maybe maybe you can't home a gun yeah at least for a while depending on like the context like especially domestic violence yeah I would especially say domestic is... violence it's just like ooh, no no guns for you yeah like if you commit domestic violence, not only the statistics, just like you as a person, I don't particularly like you, so let's take your guns. Yeah. Uh, and that is how I base all my opinions, if I like you or not. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I want to say more a, a little bit more about John Brown. One of my favorite... oh yes, please, because oh, he I was love him. he was so awesome. He was insane, but he, he was, was insane. So cool. He was insane in the best ways. He. I, I wish he had more support. He should have. He should have. This man is my god, my king, my brother. <laughs> go go listen to the episode of The Dollop, or the, the trilogy of episodes of, of The Dollop about John Brown, because they were really good. But um, uh, some, some highlights of his life. Uh, he, at one point, invited a black family that he was friends, he and his family were friends with, to his church. And they were forced to sit in the back. And he was like, that's bullshit. The next time they're sitting in my pew with me. So he invited them to sit in his pew the next time. And then, like, the pastor called them out in his sermon. And his response was to basically just leave the church. 
He and his family just left the church. They were still so cool. They were still like religious. They just stopped going to church and they never joined a new one. (laughs) He's so cool. Holy fuck. He also believed that it was like his holy duty to destroy slavery. It is, it was, it is, it always will be. And that kind of reminds me of Harriet Tubman. She believed she had a vision from God telling her to free the slaves, which if there is a God, that's a cool God. Yeah, if if God is anti-slavery, I will pray to him. I will start believing again the moment I get, like, even an inkling. Like, if God is anti-slavery, I will mouth kiss him. Yeah. Uh, Harriet Tubman, by the way, was way more badass than a lot of people know. Oh, that's so true, though. Yeah, she, she, so, like, she took on the moniker of Moses, which is very appropriate, because vision from God, really freeing slaves, you know, the let my people go thing. She also, well, I mean, like, aside from the vision of God, she definitely had brain damage, because, like, her master once threw, like, a two-pound lead weight at her head. What the fuck? So, so he wasn't aiming for her. I think she, if I recall correctly, he was aiming for another slave that was escaping and he hit her instead. And for the rest of her... I doubt he cared. (laughs) Probably not. And for the rest of her life, she had, like, narcolepsy and would occasionally just, like, enter, like, fugue states. (laughs) That is horrifying. Yeah, but she was like... What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, in addition to, like, saving dozens of slaves through the Underground Railroad, which was... Uh, just like lots of people don't understand how dangerous that in and of itself was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, if you get caught, like you could have compromised the entire thing. That was badass. She was like a spy. She captained it, captained a ship. She was so cool. She was so cool. Who's the guy who like stole a ship and pirate? Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. I think the dollop did an episode. It was like Smalls. Uh, His last name was like Smalls. I Didn't think. he like disguise himself as a white guy? Maybe at some I, point. I, I, I think I was, there was like an episode of Criminal on this guy. I don't remember. But like he stole a uh, Confederate ship, raised the Union flag, and then sailed to Union shores. Yeah. During the Civil War. Yeah. But uh, and uh, it was like Robert Smalls, I think. Yeah. Um. I, it sounds vaguely familiar. But back to John Brown. Another one of his best quotes was uh, at one point, some of his neighbors asked him him to help them uh, kick out some Native Americans who were hunting in the region. And his response was, I will have nothing to do with so mean an act. I would sooner take my gun and drive you from the country. God, yeah. (laughs) I so fucking love John Brown. This is why I support laying back. Let's fucking go. We want to kick out them Indians. Why would I want to do that? Uh, I'd, rather, you. <laughs> I'd rather kick you guys out, assholes. You guys suck. <laughs> what a fucking baller. I, so cool. I support Land Back. I want to say that right now, because if John Brown supports it, goddamn, you're right, I support it. Yeah. God bless. I, I like how John, or not John, Frederick Douglass, like, black guy, big abolitionist. Oh, yeah, he, he was he, like, John Brown's more into this cause than I am. Yeah, he was like, John, you need to calm down a little bit, bro. <laughs> Come on, come on, dude. Look, I'm black. I was a slave, and even I think you're taking this a little bit too far. Come on, dude. I'm I'm trying to look cool here, and you're outdoing me in front of all my guys. <laughs> uh, but that's just because John Brown was so fucking cool. He is what every white man should try to be. And we have not actually gotten into the episode yet. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, here, here's before we like get into like actual, um, like the like an actual like solid topic regarding like lost cosmic mythology. Um, I'm just gonna read to you a quote from uh, a. Let's see if I can find it. Um, from some Pennsylvania veterans regarding Confederate monuments, Union veterans. Like this is like shortly after the end of the. Is uh, th is this a uh, I should support them or? Uh... Uh, you should support them. Come on, where is? It? Okay, thank God. Yeah. Because. God bless the veterans who uh, would tear down fucking Confederate monuments. Yeah, I... Where have they gone? Where have those veterans gone? Yeah, but uh, I believe this was one in the Pens the Pittsburgh Ditch Dispatch is where this is from. Uh, this is from September 1889, I believe. Uh, or it may, have, it may have been October. I'm not entirely sure. I'm looking at an article here. But here's this. Here's a, I'm just going to read the screenshot of this article. The title is Rebel Monuments Offensive. And this is from True. Uh, Abe Patterson, post number 88 of the Grand Army of the Republic. Which, first of all, I just want to say I love the name the Grand Army of the Republic. It's honestly like... I don't like America at all, but when you say Grand Army of the Republic, it's like we have a lot of good, <sighs> we have a lot of good names for stuff. So true, bestie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I think the post itself was named Abe Patterson after a guy, which is a little bit confusing. But here we go, Abe Patterson, post number eighty-eight of the Grand Army of the Republic, the oldest and most conservative branch of the army in Allegheny City has taken a step in a new direction. At the last meeting of the Post on Tuesday night, the following paper was offered. Whereas the survivors of the... I'm going to put on a little bit of an accent here. Of course. Whereas the survivors of the 2nd Maryland Rebel Regiment have erected on the battlefield of Gettysburg within four feet of the monument erected by a loyal Maryland regiment, a monument commemorating the disloyal deeds of said Rebel Regiment. Whereas there is every indication that other rebel re organizations and regiments will, if permitted, follow the example and thus undertake to make treason honorable. Therefore, be it resolved that Abe Patterson, post number 88, Department of Pennsylvania, the Grand Army of the Republic, composed of men who gave their best service in defense of the flag, and many of whom shed their blood on the battlefield of Gettysburg, desire to enter their solemn protest against this sacrilege, and most emphatically denounce any such intrusion by traitors upon sacred so soil and ask that the Gettysburg Battlefield Association, the chairman of which is our worthy governor and comrade, the Honorable James A. Beaver, governor of this commonwealth, cause the said rebel monument to be removed and express orders given that no more of that nature be erected. Uh, that's pretty base. Yeah, so, so, like, when people say, oh, this is history, you just find history offensive, you want to know who else found it offensive? Fucking Union veterans. The winners, bitch. Yeah, and the people who actually fucking served this country. Yeah, not the fucking traitors. Yeah, so whenever you see someone complain, Oh, taking a knee during the national anthem is is offensive to our troops. Tell them, hey, what do you ask them? Hey, what do you think about Confederate monuments? Because they'll probably support those, even though those are even those are way more offensive. Yeah, no, like, like, do I support America? No. But also, do I support America during the Civil War? 
I've never stood to salute the flag fucking yeah, sooner. One of the times that we did something right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's that's one thing I just want to bring up as an aside that I see among, like, the, the left quite a bit is, like, they're so... They, they hate American imperialism so much, and rightfully so, but oh, it's to true, the point yeah. where... Like, it's just, like, everything America does is bad. I'm like, most of the stuff we do is bad, but there's a few good things that we do. There's some good things, and it's not like... Like, I completely get just hating um, everything America does. I completely yeah, or, get... Yeah, or everyone associated with America. It's just like, yeah, it, yeah, you can criticize NATO, but no, that doesn't mean that you should support people invading Ukraine. Don't do that. It's yeah. stupid. It's just you being, like, contrarian at that point, not actually being principled. Like, okay, yes, NATO and America bad. 100%. Like, dear God, yes. I've literally watched, like, people I follow on TikTok get radicalized over this, which is very funny, because these people were, like, they were, like, history channels, and then, like, uh, Palestine happened, and they were, like, all of my Western views have been, like, completely dismantled. MS Lone, I'm looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Specifically. Because you're cool as shit. And that's the only reason I'm saying this. If this was not a positive call-out, I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, let's actually talk about neo-Confederate talking points. True. I, I guess the most... And again, this is this is off the cuff, and I don't know exactly how long we'll go, but yeah, eh, something this could go for a while. Yeah, something we have a lot lo- to say about yeah, this. something loose and light for the end of the year. So, like, I guess the the main one that you hear a lot is the war of northern aggression. Ah! <laughs> oh, that was loud. I see that in the uh, waveform. Uh, it should be loud. Yeah, but don't um, don't fucking edit that. Let them of course just hear not. my my pure feeling about that yeah. one so so first thing you gotta know is the south seceded before lincoln was even president yep he he got inaugurated and like within four days like a bunch of like people like resigned their spot in congress he wasn't even that cool come on guys he was not even that cool yeah like I don't, this is a, like just a quick aside uh, on lincoln lincoln the abolition that was good. He was an abolitionist, and that was cool. No, he wasn't even an abolitionist. He was just anti-slavery, which if you oh, know... I thought any... he was an abolitionist. I know there's a difference between anti-slavery and abolitionist. No, no, he was anti-slavery. He was not an abolitionist. Oh, I thought... I. Mm. Yeah, no. He was just anti-slavery. He wanted to contain it to the South. He did not actually have any ideas of, like, um, abolishing it until after the Civil War. No, he was not an abolitionist. He just wanted to contain the idea of it. Because, like, that's... He, he was a centrist on the issue, basically. Well, I thought he had, like, um... Like, like uh, early on in the Civil War, like, before, like, it actually, like, properly kicked off. Like, I know he, like, gave, like, the South, like, a deal. It's like, hey, you guys could keep your slaves if you, if you don't actually leave. But, um, lots of, like, uh, Lost Causes cite that. But I'm pretty sure he had, like, a draft of the Emancipation Proclamation on his desk at the time. So I think he was uh, pretty... It, it was... He did have that, but it is important to put that into context. That was a veritable war aim. 
Yeah, so, so the way I've always, like, I've understood it for a while now is that Lincoln was an abolitionist. It's just that he, he was go he did still prioritize the integrity of the Union over abolishing it slavery. It is unfortunately untrue that he was an abolitionist. He just saw the war, like, as a, oh, maybe we could do that. I, I don't know. I suppose, I, I suppose it, like, it kind of comes down to a semantic argument. Kind of, um, but I would say... He was definitely not as, as vehement about it as John Brown, but that's oh, yeah, no one sure. was. <laughs> for sure. No, nobody could have been. John Brown was the perfect anomaly, and I love him. Yeah, John Brown is one of those people like, what? you don't belong in this time period. He belonged in our time period, Yeah, and I wish he was born now. Be more like John Brown. We all should want to be. Yeah, but um But um in in terms of Lincoln, he was not an abolitionist. He was a anti-slavery advocate. He still believed that slavery was eh, you know, that's I know right. I know he he wanted to end slavery, but also he wasn't super cool on the idea of like black people voting. Yes. Uh it, it's very important to note or at least Lincoln... he was he was cool with them not voting at least, not that yes. he was not cool with them voting. He was just like eh. Lincoln was not perfect at all. <laughs> he did some good things, but uh, obviously, you should not. Like, he he is not. He is not our God. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, and also there was the whole Iberia thing. No, yeah. Lincoln. Lincoln, that's a bad idea. Stop. No, no, Lincoln. No, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna free the slaves. Yay! And then send them back to Africa. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you don't know, basically, and I don't know all the details, but basically Lincoln <clears throat> thought it was a good idea to start a colony in Africa and give that to the slaves. But it turns out that starting an entire society from scratch with no resources is hard. And this became Liberia, which had a lot of problems, actually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Liberian flag is frequently posted by mistake instead of the American flag. Yes. So, to be clear, our stance on Lincoln... Did good things, but also... Bad. Yeah. Human. Human. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good things, bad things. In, a sh in short, human. Yep. Like, as far as American presidents go, up there. Yeah, he's, he's up there. He's, he's, he's up in the top, like, somewhere, but that's also not hard to do in it's terms of It's not a high bar. Yeah, it's just like he and FDR are like the top two. Yeah, and it's like, man, these are our top two. Yeah. Also, hot take, Buchanan was the worst president. I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, lots of people say Trump is the worst, and I'm like, I'd put him in, like, the bottom five, maybe bottom We've three. We've had really bad, bad Maybe ones. bottom three. I don't think, he's definitely not the worst. He's, he's very bad. He's, he's the worst. He's not Andrew Jackson bad, I don't I, think. I, I, I'd, I'd probably agree with him being the worst of the 21st century, but definitely not the worst. Yeah, because, oh yeah, Andrew Jackson. Oh, Trail of Tears. Oh, God. Honestly, at this point, I Biden has done enough shit in uh, Israel-Palestine that I'm like, mm. like, it's not even like I 
don't hate Trump. I fucking hate Trump. But also, Biden's really doing a good job of making sure I hate him, too. Yeah, it's one of those things. And there's, like, there's, like, real debate on the left. It's like, oh, we, like, we shouldn't vote for Biden. I'm like, please, like, Biden is awful, but please vote for him because otherwise Trump. Yeah, it's like... I'm going to, yeah, it's just like I see this meme a lot. It's like, I'm going to vote third party, votes third party. Uh, <laughs> couldn't, Republican wins by one vote, fascism, no rights. <laughs> and then just the guy voting third party yeah. just stands there proudly. <laughs> it's like, God, can, like, all of these people just fucking die? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just like, I get it. I don't want to vote for Biden either, but he's the best bet right now and that sucks and i don't like saying that but like think of this thing realistically like okay i i get it i i completely get it like we we don't want to have to vote for biden is he the best of a bad situation probably not like there's probably better options we could have had but this is the best we got yeah anyway we're not talking about the confederacy at all we're not but I feel like somehow Biden ties into it. Yeah, but but, but Buchanan was the worst because he just yeah. let the Civil War happen. Biden should, uh... Yeah, like, say what you will about Trump, Biden, Bush, Obama, Reagan, Nixon, or, or Clinton, anyone. None of them let the country fall into Civil War. That is true, yeah. Which, a very, very close thing. Must yeah. be real... Nowadays, I am almost praying for civil war because maybe something good can come of that from yeah. what we have. Also, just on the topic of Andrew Jackson, because you mentioned him a second ago, uh, if, if only Davy Crockett had been president. So true. Davy Crockett was also not a great guy, but he was way better than Andrew Jackson because he at least liked some Indians or some Native American groups. Davy Crockett was not based, but he was more based than... Yeah. Andrew Jackson. He did fight. Not a a big bar, but... He did die fighting to steal land from Mexico, which is not cool. Haven't we all? (laughs) But but he did, he was against uh, the ethnic cleansing of Native Americans, which was, which is better than you could say for most politicians at the time. Yeah. You can, honestly, at this point, I, I think that's better than most of our current politicians, but... Yeah. Anyway... Life sucks. We all die. Yeah. Who cares? So yeah, we talked about the the uh, war of northern aggression myth. Is that um, the South the S- South seceded before Lincoln became president? First off, Lincoln was not even president when like Southern politicians were like resigning from Congress and going back to their home states. Yeah. So here here's my addition. You know how it's all like, oh, it was four states' rights, and then uh, people will reply. No, it was about slavery, which is the more reasonable position. Mm-hmm. There's an even more reasonable position, actually, which is it was about slavery's expansion to the West. Yeah, because it, it was not just about the continued existence of the institution of slavery. It also had to do with making it uh, like our te- the, uh, other territories into states and making them slave states. Exactly. So, like... So, have you had any academic experience regarding uh, this topic? Not, like, only, like, really in high school, and even then, like, yeah. it's high school. I, I took a, a college course or two on this subject, so I feel not 
as confident as a historian might, but I feel pretty confident on mm -hmm. this subject. Uh, it was not ever about slavery as an institution until about halfway into the war when the North realized, hey, maybe uh, freeing the slaves might actually be good, actually. Yeah. Because our soldiers kind of are not really cool about seeing people being victimized like this. Because that is a thing. Like, even the most racist person could see somebody being whipped with all those scars and be like, that is actually, like, horrifying. Uh, that's bad. Yeah, and that was actually a thing that happened later on in the Civil War. It was um, as uh, Union troops started making their way further south and actually seeing the plantations and the conditions that slaves lived in, uh, abolitionist sentiment uh, rose sharply because they were like, oh, we didn't realize it was this fucked. Yeah, because actually, slavery, uh, not good, actually. Yeah. It's like, now, nah, I don't think slaves, uh, black people should vote, but I don't think this is right. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Yeah, but, um, yeah, but, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, uh, one thing I want to mention, like, on the states' rights thing, like, obviously, there's the, the, the obvious meme you could make, where it's like, state, states' rights to what? What do you need those states' rights for, motherfucker? The, like goose meme. Yeah, bitch. But um, the le slightly less obvious one is whatever someone, whatever a neo-confederate says it was about states' rights, you should ask. So you would be okay. You would have been okay with the abolition of slavery, right? And they'll they'll just dodge the question because of course they're not. Because it's just like yeah, yeah. It's just like they like all the neo-confederates who say it's about states' rights. It's like no, you would have like. Like you want, you wanted slavery. You you still want slavery. I I remember like seeing um, a video by the Good Liars, which is a group of these two guys um, who frequently go to uh, like Trump rallies and other conservative events, and ask the people their questions and expose how bullshit what they think is. And uh, they asked one guy, like uh, like uh, like it had to do with like uh, lost cause myth stuff. Like they were protesting, like a statue being taken down. And they're like, yeah, so you would, you're against slavery, right? And he just said no comment. And they kept asking him, and, he, and he just kept saying no comment. And I'm like, just say yes, you would be against slavery. <laughs> it's, it's just like I remember I asked, I asked one of the neo confederates I was interacting with if they would be against slavery, and they accused me of Kafka trapping. And I'm like, it's not a Kafka trap if you just say yes that you would be against slavery. Then, I, then I have egg on my face because I'm like, oh, I asked this question, and you just, you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I like, guess. if you said yes, I would look like an idiot, but you didn't. Yeah, that's one of those questions where it's just, like, it's easy. And, like, con like conservatives ask questions like that all the time, where they, like, it's... It, they ask it in an accusatory fashion, and, uh, because they expect a particular answer. Because it's just, like, I remember, like, uh, one example I saw is just, like, there's, a uh, I saw some conservatives freaking out about, like, some, uh, liberal group was, like, uh, helping people register to vote and conservatives got mad they're like something something and uh I democracy remember... who heard of it yeah but i saw um one of the conservatives made a point was asking a li someone like liberal or leftist you get the idea someone further to the left um it's like would you be okay with conservatives getting conservative helping conservative people register to vote and they said yes because it's like yeah i yeah. like i i support democracy and, and then they just responded, I don't believe you. Because, like, that's that's the thing that I've noticed with conservatives is that they'll ask questions 
in an accusatory fashion, which is like a va- valid rhetorical strategy. I've used it before. I'd say that's valid mm-hmm. because like you're expecting a particular answer, and if and if they give you an answer that you're not expecting, it's like oh well, I look stupid now. Ah, shit. And, it, and I will acknowledge that if I I'm like I'll be like good. That's the that's a good answer. I'll usually no, fine. You you answered yeah. correctly. But, uh, Sorry. Conservatives will instead just accuse you of lying because like their their worldview, their tactics, everything is based on the assumption that you will answer in a particular way, and when you don't, it it doesn't fit with their narrative, and they can't give up their narrative, so they just accuse you of lying. Yeah, and it's so fucking dumb. Like, come on. Come on! Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, it's just like, if a neo-confederate, like, in response to me asking them, so you'd be a, in favor of abolishing slavery if you were alive back then, and they said yes, I'd be like, oh, well, I have egg on my face, whoopsie-doo! But oh, instead, that's my bad! But instead, they'll either, they'll just dodge the question. And they're like, yeah, hmm, and why are you like, dodging the question? You dodged the layup. That is such a fucking layup. Yeah, it's it's a very simple question to just say, yes, I would be against slavery. Like, come on. Yeah, it's just like, it's not a Kafka trap if you just say, yes, I would it, be against it, slavery. It isn't even a trap, it's just say, yeah, I don't like slavery. That That's not a trap. It's mm-hmm. not a trap, that's just... Oh, if you say no, you are a bad person. I'm sorry, if you say you would not oppose slave i'm sorry even if there's like a good reason why you think oh yeah no maybe i wouldn't back in that historical circumstance you need to say yes i would oppose slavery Mm -hmm. but um god we keep going off on tangents war of northern aggression Yeah. So South yeah, seceded... ignore these two unionists here. Yeah. So South seceded before, or announced at least announced their intention to secede before Lincoln was even president. Um, eleven states were seceding. I believe it was eleven, right? I believe seven. It was eleven at first. Yeah, eleven at least initially. Seven uh, issued reasons for uh, their like. Their, like, their intention to secede. It's like, hey, this is why we're seceding. All but one listed uh, listed slavery as being their primary reason. I believe the only one who, that didn't was South Carolina. I can't remember exactly. I think that was it. They were the first to secede, so I don't know if that's necessarily... I, d- I don't remember. I believe, I, if I recall correctly, one state didn't explicitly list slavery as their primary reason for seceding. But they ident- I doubt it was South Carolina. Okay. Just based on like I don't remember that was they I were the pl- first to secede. I'm pretty sure they mentioned slavery. Yeah, I I don't remember. I I believe one didn't, but they also identified themselves and their and the other states that were seceding as slave states, which seems like an like an odd topic to bring up if it wasn't about slavery. Man, that's weird. All of our friends uh, said we're seceding because of slavery, but it's for states' rights. I don't, I don't get what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, one of the uh, the confederates I was interacting with post linked to uh, I believe it was George's uh, articles for of secession, like as if it was like to prove to me that it wasn't about slavery. And I started reading through it, and the entire thing was about them saying, like, "Oh, we're ups- we're 
we're leaving because of the Norse hostility to slavery. I'm like, this is like very clearly them leaving because they don't want they want to keep slaves. <laughs> it's like it's so obvious. Was this not was this supposed to refute me? Because this supports everything I've been saying. So fun interlude. Did you know that Karl Marx sent Abraham Lincoln letters? Yeah, they they did, were pen pals. I was aware about that. I believe you told me that. Like, I probably a while back. did. Uh, they were, it, it wasn't quite pen pals. Uh, Karl Marx sent Abraham Lincoln a letter basically saying, yo, sick that you got elected. I support you, dude. Get rid of slavery. Uh, sick. See ya. Uh, and then I, it, it was an Adams who was at that time, um, it was like Charles Adams, I think. Who was, uh, like the diplomat to Britain. And uh, he basically said, yo, Lincoln got your letter. He he thought I was sick as shit. So, uh, yeah, no, he, he's, he's cool with you, dude. Working men of the world unite, you know? Mm-hmm. We're all part of the same movement. Working men. You can't see this, but I am doing a fist in support of working men. Yep. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. So, the South seceded before, like, Lincoln was even president. And then, and then, they attacked Fort Sumter. Oh, man, who could have seen? Not me. Yeah. And, uh, I've seen, like, a bunch of different arguments as to why this was okay. Oh, it wasn't well fortified. It didn't have a whole lot of troops. That doesn't matter. It's still a federal fort. It's like, yeah. you can be, complain about the federal government, but attacking the fort is still attacking the federal government. And it's just like, the way I was thinking about it, it's just like, yeah, I stole this guy's car at gunpoint, but look at how shit it is. It's like 30 years old. It's like, you still you still stole it at gunpoint. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's shitty. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's a really shitty justification. No, <laughs> no, I stole this man's car, but look. He's poor. It has 30,000 miles on it. Look, this car could not... It, he did not fill it up. There's a half a half a tank in this shit. Yeah. I also, I've also seen, like, people say, Buchanan promised to give it to the South. That wasn't true. That's not true at all. Yeah, like, Buchanan fact, was shit, but yeah, he Buch- wasn't that shit. Yeah, Buchanan tried to resupply the fort. He was unsuccessful in doing so, but he w- tried to resupply it, and other people... Like, and, he was a moron, but yeah. he wasn't that much Oh, of yeah, a speaking moron. of... Just a real quick aside about Buchanan. You should look into... Um, he tried to cover up... So, basically, some politician shot, like, this other politician because that guy was, like, cheating... Like, was having an affair with his wife... And, uh, Buchanan... That's really funny. And Buchanan tried to, like, cover it up... <laughs> It was like the first time where the uh, temporary insanity defense was used, I believe. So wait, th- this guy had an affair with Buchanan's wife? No, no. Uh, one, I forget these politicians' name, but this one politician had an affair with this other politician's wife. And so the second politician shot the first politician. And Buchanan like uh, told like a witness to this to like leave because like he could all he's like you could also get in trouble for this which was not true. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Siri. I don't know why Siri decided to start talking. It was really it's really fucking weird. <laughs> but like I said, it was like the first instance I believe of the uh, in- temporary insanity defense. 
That's hilarious. He should have fucked that guy's wife more. <laughs> it was really weird. But, oh, man, um, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. I've I, also, I love that so much. Yeah, but I, I've also seen people say, Lincoln provoked the South by resupplying the fort. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I hate the, oh, they were provoked argument. That's such a shitty argument. Oh, Ukraine provoked Russia into invading because they wanted to join NATO. That's not a legitimate reason. As Palestine well as, provoked Israel by yeah, existing. Yeah, you don't get to break someone's jaw because they they were holding their hand, like finger close to you and say, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. Yeah, that's irritating, but you don't get to punch them. You shouldn't have said that exactly after I made... Uh, Palestine Israel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. But you get what I'm saying. I, I do get what you're saying. I know you had that, like, in the chamber beforehand, and then I said that, and then you said that. Uh, but yeah, like, no, you, when you defend yourself, it's not fucking... No. If you're wearing body armor, you are not still, like, supposed to get punched. Yeah. The throat. Yeah, it's just Sorry. like yeah, it's just like yeah, that might, guy might be might be being provocative, but that's not reason to go attack them. You only get to attack them if it's after they attack you, and I, even then, only within reason. Like, sorry, a person wearing body armor on the street is maybe a bit weird, but you don't then have the right to just like shoot them in the chest. Yeah, it's just like whenever you see anyone saying, "Oh, they were provoked." Tell them to fuck off, because that's a really shitty justification. Yes, exactly. Like, defense is not offense, and if you think of it that way, you're yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, you don't get to attack someone just because they're being irritating. Yes. Yeah, so only when they... When... Nothing to do with Palestine. Yeah. Um... Palestine, river to the sea, all Palestinians must be free. Yeah. Yeah, um... Let's fucking go, Palestine. Yeah, but, Not uh, Hamas, but Yeah, no, fuck Hamas. Yes. Palestinians, yes. Hamas, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, but they're, they're homophobic. I'm like, yeah, I... Probably, but they still don't... <laughs> they're still civilians and don't deserve to die. And also... Deserve self-determination, bitch. Yeah, and then I can tell them, hey, you guys are homophobic assholes. You don't deserve to die. You don't get, deserve to oh. get genocided. Neo-Confederates are so funny because it's so easy to trip them up on that. They'll be like, oh, yeah, the South, we're so fucking cool. We're all Christian, so we believe in certain things. And, you know, the, those Eastern fellas, they don't believe in that same shit that we do. Uh, and then you actually question them, and it's like, no, we don't support the gays. Yeah, that, that's obviously. That, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. All the people who, like, uh, who try and, like, defend the genocide of Palestinians by like being like oh you liberals like them even though they're pro they don't like gay people and I'm like okay so you are you saying it's okay to kill homophobes because I could uh, okay. I'm down with that yeah, yeah let's kill most of the let's Republican party let's do it <laughs> listen bitch I'm down with death more than you know I'm sleeping with him also Jake just put on a hat uh, a hat with a yeah, hammer and sickle on it no, please explain the hat. Yeah, it's a, it's like a furry. I I don't know what style. Yushanka. Hat. Is that a Yushanka? Yes. Okay. I can I can. Oh yeah, the, the flaps are like tied up. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it tied up. Yep. Yeah. I put on a Yushanka with a hammer and sickle on it. 
Yeah. Also, so, also usually all like, your I, pitches are done now. Yeah. Also, I usually don't see you shankas where like the outside is furry. Usually, just like the inside. Really. Mm. Yeah. At least like the outside isn't as furry. But yeah, the whole your whole be. hat is like super furry. So it's super furry. It's it's genuinely so comfortable and it looks great with my coat. Yep. Uh. So yeah, I think that I think we're we're gonna try and move past the war of northern aggression lie part because I think we covered that pretty well. Probably, I think. Yeah. So that's that's number one as to like we're great lies. at getting past that. <laughs> well, I mean, this is all off the cuff. That's true, and it is my fault, but also I find it very funny. Yeah. So that's number one. Uh, what's another? Oh yeah, it was about taxes. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we can end it there. We don't really need to have a discussion about that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, that's a perfectly acceptable yeah, statement. Yeah, lots of people, lots of neo comparisons will be like, the South was paying 80% of tariffs. No, they weren't. Like, New York was paying, like, over 60%. Yeah, New York City on its own. And no, that happened after the war had already started. Like, they imposed tariffs, and most of them were directed at the South. But that was because the South was in rebellion, my guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, but it's just like New York City was paying most of the taxes because yes, New York City. It's like it was a big port and economic hub even back then. Oh wow, New York City is somehow a major part of the economy. Uh, I'm gonna kill myself because who could have predicted fucking that? Yeah. It's just like, and also, just because you're getting a lot of taxes is not really carte blanche to secede. <laughs> and I realize the implications of that are also also imply that America didn't really have a right to leave the uh, the uh, British Empire, but also laws don't exist. <laughs> laws are fake, and guns are a lie. Shoot whoever you. Want. <laughs> That's uh, a that's a joke. Yeah, that's don't don't joke. shoot whoever you want, please. Don't we do not condone murder on this podcast? Yeah, we 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 believe in laws. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, yeah laws. We we uh, yeah, laws good. Yeah, probably. I mean, like the the American Revolutionary War is complicated. Like the whole like Bad. taxes thing was like, oh, this is just rich people complaining. But also, it's I'd be like, hmm, these justifications aren't great. But it also, was a bourgeois revolution, and bourgeois revolutions at the time were leftist. Sue us. <laughs> yeah. And also, fuck the king. Fuck the king. You know, I would go you, along... you know what? Fuck Britain as a place. Sink into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you... you... <laughs> yeah, oh, I wow, see... I really peaked the mic there. Yeah, I see that in the waveform. But it's true. Britain should sink into the ocean. I love I love the memes regarding like British food and how bland it is. I just hate British people. <laughs> I one of my friends is like one of my good friends is like has like dual a British citizenship. He should die. I also he's also Jewish and I think I don't think he has Israeli oh, citizenship, but I think I, he could I, get I it. take that back. I take that back. IDF, please don't don't come from my house. I, he's also very critical of Israel. He oh does he, he really does not like Benjamin Netanyahu. Okay, they'll come for his And, the, and this was before like uh like the current goings on in Israel. He was he, like I remember like like a couple of years ago, he like went on like a rant about Netanyahu. He really doesn't like Netanyahu. Thank God. They'll come for his house first and then mine. 
Yeah, no. So, like, when people, like, <laughs> are like, oh, if you don't like Israel, you're anti-Semitic. It's like, no, there's, like, a decent contingent of Jewish people who are con- critical of Israel. And he has been to Israel on, like, birthright. <laughs> yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with going to Israel on birthright. Yeah, I like, like birth, birthright is just, like, it's one of those things where it's just, like, it does have that connection with, like, the apartheid, uh, like, regime. But... In and of itself, it's Bleed like, money from the state however yeah. you can. But, like, in and of itself, birthright is, like, fine. It's whatever. Like, it, it has that connotation where it's used by the apartheid state to, like, push push apartheid. I but, don't blame anyone for taking a free trip. Yeah, and also like, it's just like, hey, I whatever. get it. It's your heritage. That's cool. You're engaging in your heritage. As long as you're not being genocidal about it. It's like, and that's, I think that's doable. You can... I, I think that... It is fine if that it, if it was applied to everyone, which it is not. Yeah, uh, but I, like, bleed the Israeli. Yeah, state and I mean dry. And like, and Judaism has like rich, interesting history. Oh, let's not conflate is. Yeah, Israeli of course. Yeah, state yeah, to Judaism. Yeah, and I, I get that. Yeah, I'm not conflating the two. Although Israel oftentimes leverages like birthright and the Jewish history for they its try own. To. Yeah, for its own gain, and that shouldn't reflect on Judaism or Jewish people as a whole. Jewish people, sick as shit. They are comrades and friends, and mm-hmm. I will mouth kiss them. Yeah, I will say the Israeli state. No. Yeah, I will say, and this is just like a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. You know the Cars for Kids commercials? K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. Yeah, you want to know what that's what that, you, you wanna know what that's for? That's to fund uh like uh I think Orthodox Jewish kids like to go to Israel on birthright. Oh which again, like I like going to Israel on birthright. Hey, I'm. I really don't care. Like, hey, cool. You're engaging in your history. Call the Pete Benjamin Fund. I, I, I just, I just like my opposition to the Cars for Kids thing is, hey, you should be more transparent about that. It's you a trans. Should. It's a transparency issue, not the Jewish issue. It's just like, it's like, hey, birthright. Okay, cool. Whatever. Hey, here's the thing. I'm perfectly fine. tell people about that. I'm perfectly fine with Jewish people being able to visit Palestine. You can tell them that I leaned in close to the microphone for that one. Yeah. Uh, but there is a thing where, like, a Jewish person in New York today probably does not actually have that much connection to uh, Israel. Yeah. Or Palestine, rather. And yet, you want to know who's taking fucking Palestinian houses? This is an issue I've been passionate about for six fucking years. Oh my god! Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> we're here to talk about the Confederacy, but that's just a little thing I wanted to bring up. It's just, I'm I'm peeved at it because of the lack of transparency, not because of the birthright thing. It's just like... I'm peeved at it because... Also, I think the jingle is slightly reason. annoying. It's not the worst jingle ever. The jingle is very annoying. Yeah. Let, 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 that is the stance of this podcast. Uh, K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids, is a very annoying jingle, and uh, that applies to the entire Israeli state. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the, the point of that was there should be more transparency. Yes. 
It, it has nothing to do with the birthright thing. It has everything to do with the lack of transparency. That's my concern with the Cars for Kids commercials. I hate Israel. <laughs> That's my concern. Uh, but, uh, yeah, on to the Let's Confeder- move on. Yes. Yeah, back to the Confederacy, what we're actually here to talk about. We're closing in on an hour. We're going to keep going. Let's and I'd say lie. only, like, at... at Generous estimates, only 40% of this episode has been about Confederacy. Generously, yes. That is a completely fair estimate. Generously. We might have to take a bathroom break. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You need to go? Not right now, but probably soon. All right. I'll pause it if we get to that point. But anyway, so the taxes thing, not true. Yeah. Not uh, true. Yeah. Just like the North was pay, or at least New York, New York City was paying most of the taxes, not the South. Who could have guessed? Yeah. Also, um, another another lie is well, this is not less of a lie. This um, the idea that Sherman was a war criminal. Yes, he was. He, I'm he, still gonna meme him. I'm he, still gonna make memes. He was, but I will still sleep with him. Yeah, it's just like I will. St- <laughs> I will still meme Sherman, even though he was a war criminal. Sherman still has a place in my bed. <laughs> but um, but it's just like yeah, he burned down. It was Atlanta, right? He burned down Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta is the famous one. He did do more than that, but yeah. Atlanta is the famous thing. Yeah. Also, a lot of the stuff he gets blamed for, he didn't do like the rape. That was mostly like irregulars, the yes, bummers, like. But he still did war crimes. War war is a difficult topic to talk about when it comes to that subject, just because, like... Hey, if you're... It, it would be nice if we could blame the commanders for every issue that happened. And yeah. I'm not saying that to, like, dismiss it, but... Things happen in war, unfortunately. Yeah, if your country is involved in a war, at least some number of the of your soldiers are going to do war crimes. And they should be whether they whether they be enlisted or or officers. They should be prosecuted. They should be tried, and they should be hanged. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, like I remember, like lots of Russian apologists were like, "Look at these Ukrainian soldiers doing shitty stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, those are war crimes. I hope they get tried for that." Doesn't make the invasion okay. You can go back to even like before that to, in my opinion, something more impactful, which is not to discount that. But, like, uh, what people say about the Red Army during World War II, when they're invading Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. you have a lot of accounts of, like, oh, yeah, the Red Army, they, like, they, you know, savaged the territory, mm-hmm. so to speak. And it's like, this is Nazi Germany. Uh, the Soviet Union had a literal genocide happening to them. I'm not going to defend any, uh, like, rape or anything like that. I'm not going to defend that. But also, that is not a uniquely Soviet problem, nor is it, like, a uniquely Russian problem. And you're insane if you think that. That's just, like, these people had a genocide happening to them and their families, and they were angry. And that's how the how you have uh, this thing happening on a wide scale. And that doesn't make it good. That doesn't make it okay. That doesn't justify it in any way. But... You get how they got there. It doesn't make it okay. Exactly. It 
not to use the liberal fucking phraseology, but hate breeds hate. Yes, obviously. And, and like, the best solution is education. Like, yeah. hey, like I know lots of people go, it's like, oh, like, lots of Palestinians are anti-Semitic. And I'm like, I mean, at this point, probably, because, like, like Israel, because they're conflating Israel with Jewish people, because they're being genocided. Like, it's just like their conclusion is still wrong, but I understand how they got yeah, there. Yeah, and you, the best you solution, understand. And the best solution, and it do, it still doesn't make it good. It's not okay. It's bad. It's just that hey, we should fix this with education. Bad shit happened to them. Well, fix so it. They... With, fix it with stopping the genocide and then education. Exa- exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's not a good idea to go to someone who's currently in the process of being genocided and being like, don't be racist. <laughs> you should stop them from being genocided first and then say, don't be racist. Yeah, don't tone police people are, who are being genocided. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, uh, racism is, is genuinely really bad. But you can't go to someone who's being genocided and yeah, just be like... Yeah, especially because you have to think about, like, the mindset that they're in. It's just like, they're in, like, a fucked up situation. Yeah. And that's, that's tough to deal... That most people would find extremely difficult to deal with. Like, no shit they hate the people genocide Or, not the people genociding them, but what the group they think is yeah, genociding them. Yeah, and, and like, so, like, not only is this, like, is it difficult to cope with that... In, like, that fragile mental state, it's also going to... You're going to take the simple route. Because people are dumb. And It, it isn't even about being dumb. It's... The, in the case of Israeli-Palestine, uh, Israel claims they stand for Jewish people. So, of course, for somebody who does not know anything else, yeah. who just knows the Israeli people are my oppressors... Yeah. And the Israeli state claims that they stand for Jewish... Uh, obviously, you're going to make that correlation. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't make it good. It's, it do, it's it doesn't bad. make it good at all. It's still not okay. But it's just like, I get how you got there. You should. It's still not correct. It, it's why Zionism is anti-Semitic at yeah. its core. Because it encourages anti-Semitism. Because there are people suffering at the hands of Zionism. And then they'll just say... Oh, we're Jewish, so it's fine. Yeah. Because it isn't an issue of uh, Judaism. It, it isn't. It's an issue of human rights, and you can't use your identity as a shield. Yeah. You can't. That is so inhuman. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, we're trying to talk about the Confederacy. <laughs> yes, but I am also currently so fucking yeah, you're... fired up. Yeah, you're also drinking right now. I am, but that is not why. Yeah, you're not super drunk though. I'm not. I'm just fired up. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm numb to it at this point. At this point, you're very used to me drinking. Uh, well, I mean, just to the world. <laughs> I'm numb to the that's world. All. I, I'll say, I'm very fortunate and unfortunate that I am. N- uh, there's specific things I'm numb to, but there's also things I'm very much not numb to. Like, I'm numb to somebody complaining about, like, uh, their working conditions because it's like, yeah, that happens. Sorry, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I- I'll fight for you, but I can't feel about that. I will absolutely fight for you to better those. I just can't bring myself to feel about it because I'm so fucked on my own. Yeah. 
And then there's like Israel, Palestine. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to, I'm fucking fired up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we were talking about Sherman. Yes, he was a war criminal. He did bad things. Not all the not a lot of not all the things he's frequently accused of he actually did, but he did do war crimes. That is true. For sure. Yes. I'm still going to meme him. He's still going to be my bae. Yeah. I will still make memes of Sherman. Sorry, I will still mouth kiss him. <laughs> but um yeah, and uh, like yeah, Sherman burned down Atlanta. Should the Confederates the Confederates tried to burn down New York City. <laughs> They tried to do a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't talk ab- enough about how much the Confederates tried to do, but couldn't because they're incompetent assholes. Yeah. And also, like, there's the idea, and this is one thing I'm less uh, informed on, but, like, lots of the South go, oh, the South had, like, the Neo-Confederates go, the South had better generals. And I'm not going to, like, completely say, oh, all the generals are idiots. They They were generals for a reason. They probably had at least some modicum of... Uh, strategic prowess. So, here's my time to shine. Okay. Because I uh, am a military historian Yeah, you took, you took a class on this. I did. Uh, so, you want to know, like, the actual thing? Yeah. So, generally, it is accepted by, uh, by historians that the South had the better tacticians. The North had the better logisticians and strategists. Yeah, because um, the, from what I understand, t- uh, tactics are short-term, and strategy is long-term, basically. That is... As a simplification. That's very much a simplification, but it's also mostly true. Yeah, it's just like frequently on Wikipedia, like if you look up wars, like in the results section, you'll see something like tactical victory <laughs> or strategic victory. And I remember I had to look up, it's like, well, what's the difference between those? And tactical is, like, a tactical victory is usually, like, a smaller victory, whereas strategic is a bigger victory. It has a longer-lasting effect on the war itself. To put it simply for the viewers, uh, a tactical victory is a victory that is won on the battlefield. A strategic victory is a battle that maybe lost on the field but ultimately you won in terms of excuse me in terms of logistics because logistics are what determines a war mm-hmm. yeah a battle is a means to an end and that's why the south could never win yeah the set like so in short the south couldn't see the big picture Exactly. Uh, all of the South's generals were working on an older picture of war, which was, we'll win this battle, and that will lead us to more battles we can win, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I remember, like, I believe this is from one of Atten Shea's videos, where he described, like, the South's generals as viewing the war as, like, attacking and defending a bunch of dots on a map. That's pretty true. Which is not an invalid way of viewing the war. But it's just like... I mean, it's invalid in the sense of... If you view that as the way the war was fought, you will lose. Yeah, it's just like you need... There's more to it than that. Like, you should... Like, you should, like, consider it that at least in some way. That's one way of looking at it. But there's other ways of looking at it, too, that you should include. It isn't even just that war in general is never fought 
on the battlefield or with armies. It is fought with how much can you feed your people? Yes, your the, an army marches on its stomach. Exactly. Uh, the South never quite got this, which is why they lost. Uh, the South always thought, oh, we're winning these victories, so we're going to win. Because Robert E. Lee was gen genuinely, the most I will say for him, a brilliant tactical commander. Yeah, it's just like, you can acknowledge, you can say he's a piece of shit and still acknowledge, hey, he at least was pretty smart. Yeah, he was smart in the way that it took to win battles. He just used his intelligence for evil instead yes. of good. But battles are not wars. You do not fight a war based on battles unless you are Alexander the fucking Great. Because he was an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna build an, a bridge to this island. <laughs> I'm gonna build a bridge to this island and then take it. Fuck you for saying I can't. Yeah, but, uh, whereas, like, like the South viewed, like, the war as, like, attacking and defending dots on a map, whereas, like, the North, there was, like, a particular, like, I don't know what the term would be, squadron, not squadron, like, battalion, I don't fucking know what the terms are, but, like, a guy, like, a bunch of guys who would just ride around, cause chaos in a certain area, and then, like, ride off. That would be raiders. <laughs> yeah, they were just, like, yeah, they were just, like, causing chaos. It's just, like, yeah, yeah sometimes, like, the best way to, like like fight a battle is to cause a distraction somewhere like fuck something up somewhere else and just make it harder like in the main area the union very much understood that the south could not last mm -hmm. and that is integral to understanding how the union fought the war when the union fought battles maybe it didn't always pan out but they always thought if we fight this battle they will not be able to sustain themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like, um, like you see lots of like conservatives in the far right today. Like they're saying, if a civil war breaks out, we'll win because we have so much more guns than the left. Well, it's like, first off, they're, they're dumbasses. Well, first of all, like... first off, there's plenty of people on the left who have guns and like practice with them and train and maintain their guns. And there are responsible gun SRA, owners. join them. I personally don't have a gun. I don't believe you do either. Uh, I've considered buying one. But I, I don't I've have thought one. about it a little bit, but not enough to we, actually We should get, uh, get our license together. That'd be fun. Maybe. We'll, we'll make that like a special podcast episode. Maybe. I don't really have much of a desire to have a gun because I don't... Number one, I don't really have a place to keep it. I don't know that what is, I would use it for. That's actually true. Like, I want a gun but also i don't have a place that i think i could safely I keep it yeah it's, it's one of those things where it's just like maybe but it's just like most of the, like the reasons for not getting one outweigh the reasons for getting one so yeah and it's I, whatever i think my mental health is a pendulum so maybe i probably shouldn't <laughs> Like, cause like usually when I get some like new like thing, I, I, in my head, it's like a toy. Like I'm going to play around with this. And I know that guns are not something you should treat like that. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like, like I, I would want to be a responsible gun owner, but I don't trust myself enough. Yeah. Like my thing is. A, and also a, like a lot I, of I, suicides. Happen. Also, we both live with like a parent and I don't know yeah. if like they would necessarily be cool with it. My thing is just, like, a lot of suicides happen because people own guns, and it's like, 
You know, I don't think I would, but there's been times. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't mind going to, like, a shooting range. I've been to a... It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Genuinely. I mean, like, shooting ranges are just, like... That's, like, an appropriate way to, like, use a gun. Because it's, like, this is a controlled environment. We need... Or at least it should I, be. I think what needs to be is, like, a community firearm storage, basically. Yeah. I think if I could buy a gun and then store it with a uh, a community-owned resource, so to speak... That'd be sick as shit. Yeah, that that would then I would probably own a gun because like then I cannot I don't have to keep it in my house. Yeah, just like the the people's armory. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's just like I'm not uh, owning a gun seems kind of cool. I don't really want a gun in my house right now. Yeah. I need to make sure I would not kill myself. Yeah, actually, that that's my main thing. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm um, too close to that. Sorry. Why did we talk about guns? Uh, it was something about the Civil War. Oh, yeah, we were talking about, like, the strategy. Oh, yes, yes, the strategy. So, the South was constantly relying on, like, if we win this battle, oh, we, oh. C- we can win the next battle, and then we'll take the capital. Yeah, my, I, I remember how we got to this. I was talking about, like, how the right is constantly like, we have so many more guns. Oh, yes, Like, like guns, too, at least, like, some of them. Like, socialists are really into guns. Like, Believe co- it communists or not, are, e- are really, really into guns. Has anybody ever heard that Karl Marx quote? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the quote that frequently gets misattributed to Reagan. Yes, because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, I forget exactly how it goes. It, that is intentional, if you don't know. Communists have been, like, infiltrating that quote into, like, Reaganite circles. Ah, uh, okay, that's funny. But, um, yeah, but it's, like, war is more than just how many weapons and, am- like, how many weapons you have. That It's more than it than just that. Because, like, yes. like, um, especially with firearms, because, like, not only is just, like, which is how, like, most wars today are fought. Unlike that weird one between China and India right now. Which, that is a weird one. Also, I fully support it. It happened more, please. <laughs> That's one of those ones where you look at it and it's just like, hmm, this is funny. Not in a ha-ha way, but in an interesting way. Keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's like you have to maintain your weapons. You have to, you have to keep good care of them. Like, especially with firearms. Like, firearms are very finicky things. They're volatile things. Yeah, you need ammunition for them. You need, it, like, for wars, you need supply lines. And it's, that's the thing. It's just, like, the right is constantly going on about how they'd win a war. Do you think any of those motherfuckers are going to be in charge of establishing supply you, lines? Do, hold on. Do you think any of them know how to treat a wound? No. Oh, I mean, maybe, yeah, some, maybe like, some of, like, the extreme, like, doom, like, the preppers probably do. Yeah, the fucking idiots, you mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, here's the here's my opinion on preppers. If you live in, like, like Louisiana or someplace that's prone to, like, flooding or hurricanes or earthquakes or something, and you have a shelter that you can stay in for, like, a couple weeks, that's fine. That's that's reasonable. I appreciate that and can respect that. If you're one of those people who are like, the rapture is coming and I'm get- storing all of my gold. I'm, I'm getting my musket ready. Yeah, that that's one of those things where it's just like, you're dumb also here's my opinion on like people who think gold is going to be valuable in a post-apocalyptic scenario oh, people are fucking morons. yeah you're gonna emerge from your bunker find the nearest remnant of, of civilization find a general store plop your gold down on the counter and the guy's gonna go i can't eat this why do why do i want this 
I, I'm going to be honest. Like, there is value for gold in a modern context. A modern context. Yeah, it's just like, it has a use case. Like, uh, like lots of people are just like, oh, it's used in circuits. Yeah, but that's a, as a resource, not as a currency then. It's like, we should stop thinking about gold as a currency. And, like, it's fine to think of gold, gold as a resource. Gold means almost nothing as, like, the backing to a currency. Yeah, it's just like... Here's my here's my opinion. Like a post-apocalyptic scenario in gold, bottle caps like in Fallout would be more are more likely to be used as a currency because think about bottle caps. They're easy to carry. You can count them. It's so easy. Like they it's make a so perfect easy. currency. It, they genuinely do. Like gold, gold bars. Are you fucking? Yeah. A lunatic? Are you are you serious? Yeah, whereas like with a bottle cap, it's just like, okay, the metal ones are obviously going to be worth more. The Coke ones are gonna be worth worth more than the Pepsi ones. <laughs> Don't yeah, because me. Coke is just better. Let's be real here. Coke uh, yeah. is red, it is the people's drink. Yeah, but that's my opinion on that. But it's just like the people who are like the writer who are constantly talking about how they're going to win a civil war, none of those motherfuckers are going to be the ones to want to set up a supply line. They're all going to be on the front lines. They and all think they're going to be on the front lines, and then the first airstrike comes. Yeah, and let's let's like even take that out of the equation. Oh yeah, if it's just foot soldiers, yeah, they still lose because none of them know how to patch a fucking wound. Yeah, they they'd score major victories early on, but they'd very no, quickly no, not end. even because none of them know how to patch a wound. Well, none I, of them know I, I, what I th- it means to fight a war. I, I think that like just in sheer numbers, they'd probably win a lot of victories early maybe, on, but maybe. they'd lo- run out of steam really quickly, especially like during winter, because again, none of them are gonna be the ones to want to establish supply lines. You're you're absolutely correct. Maybe they would win a few victories at first, but as soon as any actual hardship comes to them, be it winter or uh, literally fucking anything, like a fucking disease running through the camp, mm-hmm. they will crumble like shit because they don't know how to run a war. Especially since a lot of them are anti-vaxxers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the disease thing. I was just like, holy shit, they're all anti-vaxxers. Yeah, that, that's very true. That's one of my favorite facts regarding, like, the American Revolutionary War is that, like, it's not proper vaccines because vaccines weren't invented until a little bit after the Revolutionary War, but there was still, like, earlier forms of inoculation at the time. Yeah. But uh, uh, George Washington found out, heard about uh, inoculations, and he's like, wait, you're telling me that you can put something inside my soldiers that'll make them not get sick? Well, shit, I'm going to get make all my soldiers get that because I don't want all my soldiers getting sick. I'm going to grab a book real quick. I want you to guess what it is um, uh, and whether or not, in this case, it would help the left win in a theoretical war over the right. All right, I'm going to pop. Guess what the book is first yeah. and foremost. Yeah, well, I mean, I've I've seen it already. You, like it took that we paused for way less time than it, it may seem. It was like like five seconds. He grabbed Guerrilla Warfare by uh, Che Guevara. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, like it's been sitting there. Like I, like the past few times I've come over there here, I've, it's right there. I walk by it to grab our equipment for podcasting. Yeah, I still thought maybe it'd take you a second. Fun fact, I did an escape room where uh, one of the puzzles involved looking through uh, this book. You you uh, mentioned that before. Yeah. 
God damn it. I, I was hoping this would be like a fun little thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but war is so is so much more than just shoot the enemy. It really is. War needs to be understood in both an economic context because you don't have a war without economics, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, if that was all war was, America would still be part of the British Empire today. It's economic and political. Yeah, because it's just like... Because, like, the, the British Army is way more organized than the... Uh, than the uh, yes. I guess the term would be patriots, or the... I don't know. It's the, the Patriots and the uh, Tories. Yeah. And then the neutral fuckers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously we had help from the French, but I mean, regardless, I mean, it's like even before the French got involved, we like had at least, we held our own and that's because we had home field advantage. We knew the land. I say we, I, my family didn't come over here until like way later. Obviously. My family came here in like the... 30s or 40s i do know uh this is fun podcast lore my great grandfather was extremely racist yay meanwhile my grandfather on my mother's side fought nazis yeah no i i wish i had that lore for my family uh mine is just like my mom who's like a political as hell was just like Oh yeah, your great grandfather? He was a incredibly racist. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like the South, like like they had like their generals like at least had some modicum of intelligence regarding how to fight a war, but that doesn't mean that they were better. They knew how to win battles, but battles don't win wars because wars are actually fought by how well do you feed your army? Can you capture that fort to better feed your army? Mm-hmm. That is strategy. Strategy is understanding that capturing that fort will let you better feed your army. And that is something the South could never get. They knew that winning battles good, but nothing else. Yeah. And don't forget what Sun Tzu said regarding war. I mean, it's, it's like it's passe to cite Sun Tzu, but he still had good points. All warfare is based on deception. And the South never understood that. Yeah, it's just like, it's just like, trick your enemy. Let's be very clear here. The South never could have won. They never could have. Mm -hmm. No matter how many battles they won, no matter how hard they tried, the Confederacy never would have won the Civil War. Mm-hmm. There's no universe. This was the best possible universe for them. Mm-hmm. Because you win a battle. Great. What happens after that? Oh, Gettysburg. Because if you rely only on winning battles, you eventually hit a road stop. And that's the enemy winning a fucking battle. Yeah. Um, what what other things should we talk about regarding the Civil War? I guess Lincoln uh, suspended habeas corpus. Yeah, he did that. Oh, yeah, along the trail lines. Yeah, at first. I, I think he expanded it later, which, I mean, that's not cool. But also, it's a time of war. And hey, the South did the same. So you can't bitch about he, that. He's not specifically to blame for that. Yeah, it's more complicated. 
And you can debate whether or not that was a good decision. But again, the South did it. So you can't con criticize yeah. Lincoln for that if you're not going to criticize the South for it. I don't think we can go too hard on this because it's pretty simple. Like, yeah, that was bad, but also... Yeah, there's reasons for it. Also, he wouldn't, like, I think they wouldn't have been able to, like, hold Congress if he didn't. Yep. That is very true. Yep. So, yeah, we can't go too in on that one. Uh, what's another good one from the good old handbook of Confederate apology? Oh, yeah, Lee, Lee uh, uh, Robert E. Lee didn't like was against slavery <laughs> fuck that no he wasn't <laughs> he said that it, he said that, oh god what was what was the quote that people like to cite that he said regarding slavery it was after the war i think it was actually from his wife if i'm not no, mistaken no i'm pretty sure it was before the war i forget he said there's like this quote that they free, that neo confederates like to cite where he said that he like he said he called slavery bad and they, but then they conveniently leave out what he said afterwards, where he says it's necessary, quote, oh, for, oh, yes. yeah, I, for black people's, okay. quote, instruction as a race. And it's just like, ooh. Here's where we're both right. We know that quote because his wife mentioned it while also saying he was also still. Yeah. Also, also he was, uh, he was bequeathed slaves by his father. Like his father left him slaves in his will. Which he, uh, I believe it was like after five years he had to let him go. That was one of the stipulations in the will. Not only did he keep him until the end of that five years, he then fought the courts to keep them longer. So it's just like, hmm, it really doesn't seem like there's he was that opposed to slavery. There's literal texts of Robert E. Lee capturing, like, escaped slaves and then beating the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, he's not a good guy. If you think he's a good guy, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Also, fuck anyone who says, oh, they, refers to anyone who says they say, oh, they treated their slaves well. If you own a person, you're not treating them well. Period. True. That's so true, bestie. Yeah. It's just like, you could call that person a friend. If you own them, you're not treating them well. Like, okay, there's a universe where, like, you can treat somebody well while owning them, so to speak. But you still own them! Yes, exactly! There's no way to get around that fact. <laughs> you own them. They can't go beyond what you're fucking saying. <sighs> like, holy shit. There, there isn't a universe where it's okay to own people. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Saudi Arabians. Yeah. All of our one saudi arabian listeners yeah it's it's just it's so simple it's so simple it really is slavery bad yeah sorry yeah it doesn't like the only like scenario where i can say like i might be willing to agree oh you're treating the slave well is if like you're kind of like forced to keep the slave like for appearances like if you like live during that time in the south and you for some reason, like, someone left you a slave, and you kind of have to keep it for appearances, even though you're not cool with it. A, a grand total, there was one person like that. Grand total of zero. Fuck you. Yeah, like, that would be, like, the only scenario where that would be okay. And the, 
I don't think there was anyone who falls let's in that category. Let's talk about fantasy manga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's talk about weird hypothetical scenarios that definitely did not happen. So, aside from all of that, uh, if there's a fantasy manga you like, and they come up with some weird justification for why it's completely fine for the protagonist to own slaves, uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, slavery is bad. Period. I don't care what justifications you come up with. It bad. Yep. D- don't do it, actually. There there you go. Here's here's the tagline for the podcast. Slavery, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So so on the list of like our stances on thing, uh genocide bad, slavery bad. I don't know. It's starting to sound like I've mentioned this podcast to you, uh uh what was it? Um, well, there's your problem about engineering disasters. And they yes. occasionally just like list off things and whether or not they think they're good or bad. And just like in the first episode, Mothman, bad. <laughs> what's up? What's the podcast stance on Mothman? Good. Good. Mothman, good. Is Mothman a comrade? Mothman personally destroyed Nazi uh, fuel engines. So. <laughs> Mothman is a comrade. Mothman, I have kissed him. Mothman, good. I'm gay. <laughs> okay, I dubs. You got the reference, thank God. Yeah, I'm gay. I, I, I was really, like, scared for a second you would not get that reference. I don't watch I, I dubs just... a whole lot, but I, of course, know that reference. Yes. Uh, thank God that's a popular reference, because if it wasn't, I would have just said... I'm gay to fucking Mothman. Yeah. And, like, there's no issue with being gay, obviously. But also, like, I don't want me coming out to be, like, yeah. to Mothman. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it's not the gay thing. It's that you're dating Mothman. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you're dating this horrible horrible monster that's all, that also may be an alien. Exactly. And I don't mean a don't mean an undocumented immigrant. I mean an alien from another planet. Like dear god, if I if that was how I came out and I'm not gay actually, uh I I want to make that clear. Uh then that would probably be an issue. <laughs> yeah. I it would just it would be more like it's like okay, I accept this, but also it's Mothman and we should at least have a discussion about that. <laughs> Yeah, about the fact that I came out to fucking yeah, Mothman. That, the, that this thing may have may have committed an act of terrorism by destroying a bridge. That's fine, though. There's other issues. <laughs> There's other issues with me coming out to Mothman than a bridge. Yeah. We're supposed to be talking about the Confederacy. <laughs> We're talking about Mothman. Look, the Confederacy? Bad. Can you tell that this episode wasn't planned? Yes. Uh, anyway, what other myths about the Confederacy are there? Oh, uh, there's just, in general, we already touched on this, but in general, not even touching on Robert E. Lee specifically, that, uh, the Southern generals were better than the Union generals. Would you care to comment? Uh, well, I mean, we've both seen the Attenche video where he, like, lists off, like, like, the worst, uh, losses on each side. And the and the South was by far way worse than the North. Care to comment? God, I don't remember any specifics. 
No, no. I, I completely remember exactly what you're saying, which is, by percentage, the North was actually very much viewing manpower as a resource, which is, in r war, something you should probably do, than the South, which did not do that, mm -hmm. and just viewed manpower as like a thing, if they viewed manpower at all. <laughs> Okay. Uh, oh, one thing I could we could add is uh, this is actually more about the union. Is the idea? Oh, good. Yeah. Well, we're we're equal opportunity here. We want to. We're interested in facts. Facts Not, and logic, baby. Yeah, facts. Not truth. Uh, to quote, uh, like uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones. That that's a philosophical concept. Fact and truth are different things. That's not a quote from Indiana Jones. That's more me paraphrasing. But yeah. Yeah, we're interested in facts. The Union did not go to war to end slavery. We did touch on this, yes. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. The Union went to war to preserve the Union. To keep the country intact. Yes. Like, eventually the war did become about slavery. Yeah. And that's why the South was fighting from the start. Yeah. The, the, so they... the South's motivations were always, always about slavery. The North's motivations was about preserving the, the integrity of the country. But, and then... Eventually it was. Yeah, well, I mean, there was at least that subtext. It was. I don't think it was ever an official goal, but obviously as uh, Union soldiers made their way south, uh, abolitionist sentiment grew, and also uh, Abraham Lincoln definitely had, like, the abolition of slavery in his back pocket. It's like a, just an ulterior motive. It, it was a, a war goal that would help the Union hurt the Confederacy. Yeah, Abraham it was Lincoln. one of those things where it's just like, Lincoln abolishing slavery was more of an opportunistic thing. Which, I mean, if you're going to be opportunistic about anything, that's a pretty good thing to be opportunistic yeah, like, about. Yeah, like, I'm not going to specifically blame Lincoln for this one. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's like, hmm, okay, maybe we can get on that abolishing slavery thing. I wasn't going to do it if the South didn't secede. Which is kind of funny, actually, because it's just like, if the South didn't secede, slavery probably, hell, it may even still be legal today. It's funny because you compare it to Libya in the modern day. Uh, not are particularly. You aware, are not, you aware of what happened in Libya? Not particularly. Do you because wish... I'm an ignorant American. Yeah, uh, so as a slightly less ignorant American. Yeah. Uh, so Libya, Gaddafi. Yep. You're aware of him? Yeah, I'm aware of him. I've seen, I see lots of like weird revisionist shit about Gaddafi. That he was what, what like cool and based. Yeah, that he was cool. Like he was like try like, so like there's a lot. I see shit about like people saying like Clinton killed him. Like, no, like, that, that, that one's kind him. of true. That one's kind of true. But like, cause he was gonna form like an African Union or some shit. Oh, he was gonna do that, but uh, specifically, uh, the reason why, uh, invading Libya was wrong, in my opinion, was. We invaded Libya, that is Obama and Hillary Clinton. Uh, we we invaded and overthrew Gaddafi, and then uh, slavery came back. Yeah. It's like, Gaddafi, not a good guy, but also... Better than what we put in place. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, America, you're getting rid of a good guy, a bad guy, not a good guy. 
but better I, than I don't we, I don't trust you to put in a good guy. I, I trust that, you to put in an even American worse guy. American foreign policy, really. Yeah, either to put in someone about equally as bad or potentially even a little bit worse. Like, do I trust us? No. Do I trust us to put people in place? Also, no. Yeah. So let's not do that. Yeah. Either either a we put someone worse in place, or b we don't put anyone in place, and then that causes even bigger problems. Yep. See, we should be involved in the getting rid of the bad guy part and then let other people handle the putting someone good in part. If, we're, we're good at getting rid of bad guys, but not good at if only keeping if bad guys as, out. If, if only we could just keep ourselves to the getting rid of the bad guy part, you know? Yeah. If only if we could just keep ourselves to that. But the billionaires, you gotta understand, they... they they want money. You gotta mm-hmm. understand, Mike. You gotta understand the billionaires. They want money. Mm-hmm. Do you understand, you know? They want money, Mike. Yep. Money. So we're gonna kill people. We've got to have money. money. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is why, uh, never trust the American government to do anything. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is the message of the podcast, because America is a fascist regime masquerading as liberal democracy. Yeah. Bitch! Uh, I guess another thing we could uh, say that's a myth is the idea that black people fought for the Confederacy. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a bad one. Yeah. That's at, a really bad one. Yeah, at most, you could say that Confeder- lots of Confederates brought their slaves along with them, or at least some of their slaves along with them. That that basically sums it up, yeah. That's pretty much it. They and did maybe... not bring their slaves along with them, and then those fr- slaves did not join the fucking army. They brought their slaves with them, and then those slaves were like cooks and shit. Yeah, and uh, in fact, the Confederacy like was vehemently opposed to allowing black people to fight for them for the uh claymore because um the in their opinion it's like if we have to have slaves or like black people fight for our cause that invalidates our entire cause which yeah of course hey remind me who's patrick claiborne um honestly don't know (laughs) oh you don't know he was the guy who fought for black people to actually serve in the confederate army and wasn't he like lapped down Yes. From what, like, like you, you mentioning that, I don't remember the name, but I remember, like, this event. Yeah, no, he fought for black people to actually, like, be in the Confederate military, and it was roundly rejected, mm-hmm. like, by every single person. Yeah, I, I think it was, like, a week before the war ended, like, the Confederate Congress voted to allow yes. black people to yeah, fight no, in the war. Yeah, that, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, like, a week before the war ended, and then the war ended, and it's like, okay, well, that was pointless. It was so pointless. Also, what do you think is gonna happen if you give the people you're enslaving weapons? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna run away with the weapons. Well, to us, only good shit. Yeah, it's just like the, like the only thing that could happen is that they're gonna turn the weapons on you. I wish they gave them weapons sooner. Yeah, it's just like there's like, and and that's one thing is that the South didn't seem to understand that the people who were slaves were not super keen on being slaves. Because I know there's, like, uh, at least one, I think, officer, Confederate officer, 
whose uh, slave ran away, and he was like, I don't understand why he was like, why he ran away. I don't understand. I don't get it. Why I, my slave ran away? I, he I, must have been enticed by this liberal bullshit. I think he like he straight up said he must have been tricked by a Negro lover. I think I think that, yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's just like or or maybe he just doesn't like being property. Sorry, dude. Uh, yeah, and, you, you and, lost and your slave. And it's this idea that Shit. yeah, it's this idea that like this is one thing I've noticed about, uh, for lack of a better term, evil people. Because obviously, people are more complicated than being good or evil but more evil yeah people. it's just like it's like nazis i'm not gonna say it's just like like they're evil and nothing else are you okay i hope that wasn't me it's just like nazis evil but also still humans and fucked up are you okay man yeah i'm fine that wasn't me right it was partially you, but not because of you. Yeah, like, like, listen to me for a second. I'm not going to say Nazis are good people. Fuck Nazis. My grandfather fought them, but I'm damn proud of that fact. But it's one of those things where it's just like, you can't reduce people to just these people are evil or these people are good. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, I just like spit up a bunch of shit i i can i think most people will be able to surmise that but i you, assume yeah but... yeah but you you get the idea it's just like people are more complex than just that but still i'm not going to like really say nazis weren't evil because they were yeah except Fun for like times. except for like oscar schindler he was technically a nazi but also he saved a lot of people yep yeah we're gonna pause for a sec Anyway, I don't remember exactly, like, we're back. I don't remember exactly where I was in the conversation, but you get what I'm saying. When I say evil, that's a simplification, but still not one I'm willing to, like, fight too hard over. But my point being is that evil people frequently don't understand how evil they are. Let's connect this to modern neo-confederates, because we've been talking well, a lot about lost well, cause, and that's naturally a very historical... Well, well the thing I was going to connect it to first, as a bit of an aside, was... um uh north korea the again very big tangent but you, you you'll see where i'm going at one point kidnapped this uh japanese director and his at the time uh estranged wife who was an actress to make movies for them and uh so one of the movies they made was kind of like a typical kaiju movie but the villain was like this evil emperor and uh and like i forget who was dictator of north korea at the time what was it wasn't kim jong-un i think ill it may have been ill, or it may have been the guy before him. I don't remember. There's only been three. Yeah, I know there's only been three. Um, but whoever it was, really it was probably liked... probably Yeah, probably. But he really liked the movie, and it's just like, bro, you're the you're an evil dictator. <laughs> like the emperor. <laughs> it's weird comparing North to the South during this time, because um, it was kind of fucked during this time. Yeah, but but that that's not exactly my point. But the thing is, is that at one point the director tried to escape, and as as punishment, they like threw him in prison for five years, and he was like he had to eat like grass. And when they let Same. him, when they let him out, he was they like brought him to a party, and, he, and the dictator was like just like Il Sung was just like being all buddy buddy with him, like he didn't just throw him and like just let him out of prison after five years. Same. And eventually, the um, the the director and the actress were allowed to go to uh, I think a film festival in France, Not I think in Paris, and uh, 
and they <laughs> were able to get in a different cab than their bodyguards, and then they had the cab driver drive them to the embassy, and North Korea was just like, the Americans kidnapped our friends! And it's like, no, they don't like you. They're not your friends. Sorry. It's one of those things where it's just like, evil people don't understand that they're evil. They're too dumb to understand that they're evil. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to tie it into with the uh, whole, you know, like, the Confederate officer not, like, being confused as to why their slaves are running away. It's because they don't like being slaves. You're not a good person. You're bad. What don't you get about Here's this? the thing. You know, like, neo-Confederates specifically will be like, oh, here's why communists are bad. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, one of the ones I was interacting with called me out for being a communist. Oh, good. Yeah, they posted a screenshot of the Twitter account for uh, the podcast, because I have a link to that in my bio. Can I kill them? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a joke. For legal reasons, probably. But, uh, no, that is very funny. I hope we... I hope... You get more of those. I hope we get popular enough that every time you go on Twitter, that is what you receive. Yeah. Just screenshots of our podcast. That'd be very funny. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was my point, is that evil people don't get that they're evil. Nope. Which, I mean, I like I get that. No one thinks that they're the bad guy. But there are times where it's just like, how do you not get that you're the bad guy? <laughs> how do you not understand this? They're too drunk on uh, White Claw Black Raspberry. Let's go. That's you, Jake. Don't project, uh, please. Shit, I'm projecting on Kim Il-sung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake, you're a lot drunker than I thought you were. I'm not actually that drunk. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just like... I really wish evil people would uh, <laughs> like knew that they were evil. That would make life a lot easier. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. I wish that too. I wish Biden would go up to the microphone and just be like, "Yeah, I'm a liberal. Also, T- uh, fuck Palestinians. I hope they'll die." Fuck uh, yeah. Anyway, it would make life so much easier. Yeah. Anyway, uh. The whole point of this episode is don't vote. <laughs> Please vote. Nah, man, don't vote. Yeah, don't... Vote for God. <laughs> vote for God. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think supreme deity of the universe is an elected position. It should be. God. Now I'm just thinking about, like, after, shortly after the January 6th insurrection, or attempted insurrection, I just remember, like... I think it was Alex Jones. It may have been a couple other people, too, who were just, like, tried to say that God was, like, the original insurrectionist. I'm like, how? He's literally the supreme authority over everything. How could he... What was he being... Like, what was he, like, doing an insurrection against? I'm gonna be honest. I'll vote for Lucifer. Yeah, just like, if anything, he's the original insurrectionist. I'll vote for Lucifer. Yeah, literally rebelling against the ultimate authority. That's what I want in a leader. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, vote, don't vote, who gives a shit, we'll all die. Please vote. Please vote. Even if it, if you're not happy about it, please vote. I'm gonna die. <laughs> anyway. I hate this fucking system. I hate everything. But also I'm numb to everything. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I... listen to your trans, gay, 
black, uh, not black, but still POC. Yeah. Uh, black women. And black and not listen to your comrades. Yeah. Uh, Just uh, figure it out. I don't fucking oh no. care anymore. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, is there any other specific, like, myths we want to cover about the Confederacy in this very, very unscripted episode? Let's think for a moment. Uh, the Confederacy thought they could get Britain on their side. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, they thought they could get Britain on their side because Britain was anti-slavery but also liked money. Yeah. I don't remember, how, like, why Britain didn't end up joining them. Because slavery was actually, like, a big popular thing then. Yeah. Because, actually, even white people think slavery bad sometimes. Yeah. Uh, which is surprising, yeah. actually. I kind of wish we had held off on the revolution for, like, another hundred years. Because then <laughs> we could have gotten rid of slavery We, we could have done better. Yeah. Wh where's the American Lenin? Yeah. He's in Seattle. Yeah. Anyway... I, you think this is a good point to wrap it up? No, but I can't see where we would wrap it up. Yeah, well, you would keep going forever because ADHD brain. Yeah, we could talk about how the Confederacy was shit for all of eternity and branch that off into equally important subjects for all of eternity. Yep. This is such a, a wealth of information. I hope you all appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, go watch Attenshe Films. It's way better produced, way better scripted, way more educational, and it's just all around a lot better than and this podcast. And in the comments, let him know that he should kiss me. Please advertise our podcast in the YouTube comments of this other guy's videos. Yep, and tell him he should kiss me. That specifically. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. Uh, also watch his video on Nazi archaeology because Nazis actually, were fucking Actually weird. do. You have a lot to learn from him and he's really cool. Yeah. I'm holding back from the same joke I just made. Yeah. Anyway. I love him. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, yeah. Fuck neo-Confederates. They're all fucking liars. Tear down the Confederate monuments. They're liars, morons, or... I was going to say liberals, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah. They're all liars. Just yep. fucking... Kill them. Yeah. Uh, so anyway... Don't actually follow the law. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's just like, don't beat up Nazis, not because, like, you should... Like, not because Nazis are, are good people. Don't beat them up because it's illegal. And I don't want you to go to jail. Don't go to jail, but... Wink. But if you do punch a Nazi, please record it and send me that video. <laughs> yep. If you happen to punch a Nazi through circumstances that we certainly did not endorse through our podcast, send us the video, please. Yeah, one of my favorite videos is just uh, this one Nazi. Like, uh, he's saying, I don't know what he's saying because it's hard to tell in, like, the audio, but he, like, insults some guy. I think, if I recall correctly, there's, like, a couple black guys. He's, is like, berating. Aldrin? No, it's not Buzz Aldrin. Ah, that that's also a good video. Buzz Aldrin punching the flat earther, or at least the moon landing denier. That's a great video. But um, like it's this Nazi. He's got like a Nazi armband. He's got a, he's like in a leather jacket. He looks like a loser. 
But um, he, I think he's like yelling at a couple of black people, and then he says something, and like I said, the, you can't really tell what he's saying because of the audio. But then you can, like the one of the black guys, like kind of move, starts moving towards him, and the Nazi just kind of puts up his hand and says like, "Wait!" And then the black guy just locks oh, him in the I, jaw. I know that video. I know that video. It's such, and then the Nazi just goes down like a tree. Uh, it's so he amazing. He fucking collapses. It's. And chef's kiss just out cold like like a fucking cartoon it's it's so great i love that we video. as a society need to normalize punching nazis yeah oh, I and love... i'm not going to add an addendum to that yeah don't... punch nazis yeah please don't go to jail don't go to jail but punch nazis yeah do it legally <laughs> somehow i i don't, I don't care know. how just do it everyone gets to put gets one free punch out of nazi that's that's what i'm campaigning on yeah one we'll com- campaign for president one day yeah and uh when we do <laughs> our platform is We're we both... will tie a nazi to a stake yeah so which one of you is president which one of us which one of you is vice president no no, no we're both going to be president it's a co-president yeah it's co-president there's going to be someone else who's going to be vice president we haven't picked them yet but we're, we're both going to be president if forced to choose i'm president you're the one who holds me back yeah <laughs> i i would be the first one to punch a nazi and you know that so that's why you're the vice president yeah probably you you're the vice president because nobody else could hold me back from committing crimes yeah anyway we're close we're kind of getting close to two hours so i'm gonna wrap it up here Yep. Yeah, I th- I remember like when we started this podcast, it's like, yeah, we're gonna do like an hour, maybe hour and a half long episodes, and then most of our episodes have been like two hours or longer. We could go longer, honestly. Oh. We could, but we're so cl- like we need to wrap up. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna yeah we're gonna do ju- that right now. Um. Uh. So anyway, you can follow us on. Uh, I, I'm not gonna list the places where you can find the podcast. You found this podcast. You yeah, know where we fuck are. Fuck you. You know. Yeah. If you don't know where we are, how, how did you get here? Patreon, you know it. Yeah, everything. Patreon.com/slash how the left is one. You can email us at how the left. Oh, actually, I just thought of this. Like uh, my dad, one of his old childhood friends. Like I've been telling you about this. Obviously, has been yes. uh, leaving us reviews. Uh, like, or has not been leaving us reviews, but has been like sending like uh, feedback to my dad, who's then been sending it to me. If you're listening right now um we appreciate yeah we appreciate you very much but also you can email us directly at least we we can get reviews i think i I through that i should actually check that right now in case i think send us a review through that channel and i will come to your house and kiss you on the mouth no i won't do that actually but yeah can i imagine can i switch accounts on here probably i don't know yeah I don't know. I thought I had notifications set up. I shouldn't be talking about this on the show. I'll figure this out some other time. Anyway. Uh, our D&D group. Yeah. Is, yeah. No, don't talk about our D&D group on the show. If I shouldn't be talking about our like stuff related to our show on our show, don't talk about our D&D group on our show. I'll kiss him. <laughs> I'll make up for it by kissing him. Anyway, um, yeah, you can email us at howtheleftisone at podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at how the left was one or h h h t l w w underscore pod on Twitter. Not calling it X. You I'll know where to. You, fi- you, do. you know how to find us. You're listening to us already. <laughs> yep. 
Anyway, that's that's gonna wrap it up. This has been very unscripted. Slapbook is dead. Slapbook's dead. Um, and so is pray, Stitcher. Pray for Zark Muckerberg. Anyway, uh, anyway, it's the end of the year. This is gonna be the last episode for this year because you're going away for a few weeks. You know what? Yeah, let's let's spend a bit of time now. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, no, because I'm not gonna fulfill them anyway. <laughs> Fair. Me neither. Uh, my New Year's resolution: punch one Nazi. <laughs> Jake, if you, if you do end up punching a Nazi, I don't, I don't think this is going to do well for you in court. This can be used against you, you know. I'll kiss the judge. It'll work out. <laughs> I'll make out with the judge. Um, but anyway, don't worry about it. Just, just trust that I am seductive enough. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to say Happy Holidays, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas. I believe Hanukkah's over because I remember one of my Jewish friends. In fact, the one I mentioned earlier in my like my friend groups disc- friend groups Discord uh, definitely like wished uh, the other like Jewish members of my friend group uh, like a happy Hanukkah. And that was definitely more than eight days ago that he did that. So I'm pretty sure Hanukkah is over. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, uh, I believe Kwanzaa is the day after Christmas. From what I recall, whatever it is you celebrate this time of year, I hope you enjoy it. And if you don't celebrate anything, I still hope you enjoy this time of year. All of you. Spend time with your family. No matter what holiday you celebrate, just know that I personally will break into your house and deliver you a kiss on the forehead. And also the war on Christmas isn't real. It is real and I'm fighting it. Anyway, uh, please stay safe during these times. Spend time with loved ones. I hope you enjoy this time of year, and I hope 2024 is a better year. It won't be, but... It won't be. Yeah. We'll be better next year. Th- that's We're the not... dynamic here. You're you're the one who's, like, reasonable, and I just... Say, I, mean, ah. I mean, 2024... Like, we've been in 2020 for four years now. Yeah. I will personally make it all better by kissing your boo-boos. Yeah. Remember when 2016 was the worst year? I wish I remembered that. <laughs> I remember, like, tw- like the end of 2016, everyone was like, this is the worst year ever, and then 2020 came around. Man, being a high schooler back then. I was in college. I was not. Anyway, what? That's we should wrap up. Anyway, we should. Uh, enjoy- fuck all of you. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. Goodbye. Fuck you. Bye.